Hello and welcome back to the seventh episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. I apologize for last week, but I was moving into college and didn't really have time to record. But we're back at it, and uh, I'm here joined again with my co-host, Raptor. Welcome back, everybody. We back, we back. All right, and today we're going to start off with uh, the unfortunate case of the Milwaukee Bucks, how they're... uh, Odds have turned significantly downward in the last couple of the last three games. Um, you're with Giannis on the floor for the entire series, the Bucks are negative thirty four and a plus minus, which uh, doesn't bode well for somebody who's supposed to be MVP. But I do kind of give him a little bit of a little bit of a break because he's got Bam out of bio, but it still doesn't look good for him. What do you think? I mean, for me, it's, uh, I don't know. I think that it's, it's exactly what everybody thought it would be, right? The Bucks, I mean, not the Bucks, the Heat load up on Giannis, right? So he can't do anything. And then Chris Middleton's only... Well, Chris Middleton's actually been the best player in the series. With him on the floor, they were actually plus 16 and the plus minus, I think, somewhere around there. I never thought I'd hear that. Plus with him on the floor, but negative. <laughs> I, I just I don't see the Bucks making a comeback because not only is this 3-0 and it's literally never been done in NBA history. Ever. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just the fact that... The Heat seem to be in every defensive air, like lane, every position needed to stop. Not just Giannis, but like the rest of the team. And then you got Jimmy Butler for the Heat, who is just playing out of his mind, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, he's on a mission. I mean, he is, and I think, I think if the Heat beat the Bucks. Today, right? It's today, right? That this could be the I end think of so. it. Yeah, yeah. We're recording on Sunday, so yeah. Today okay. Is so, if, so if the Bucks get swept today, as far as I'm concerned, Greek's gone. Well, he's got one and more think, season on his contract, but yeah. Yeah, and then I think the Heat are. I don't know if they become a top. I mean, it's hard not to say they would be. I mean, they're already season. there right now. They're. If they're beating the Bucks, they're at least top three in the East at this point in this playoffs. Yeah, they're they're definitely out of the current series. They are struggling the least. I'll say that. <laughs> well, a big factor with them, the reason why the Bucks are struggling so much is because they've had issues all season guarding the three, and mm-hmm. they've got Hero. Duncan Robinson, Butler, even Adebayo, I think, can stretch a little bit. Jaja can definitely shoot. So, And you got, not to mention the guys on the bench, but you got guys that can pull it from anywhere. And they're just torching them. They can't do anything. And Butler's just having absolutely monster fourth quarters. He had That's 17, the thing about the Heat. They're a marksman of a team right there. <laughs> well, they built around good, hardworking guys that, a few shooters. Well, they've had actually. I yeah. Think, I think most of the people on their roster can shoot the ball. So. I mean, if you go down the list, Jamie can shoot. Hero can shoot. Well, I was. Ro- Robinson, Iggy can even shoot the corner. Well, I was thinking on the bench. I was thinking, is there somebody you can't shoot? But like even Jake Crowder, Myers. Jake Crowder was shooting 
Really none good the from, game two. None from Oakland can definitely shoot. I think in college he, he was like that. 30, 40 percent. Bam just looks so at home. And then like another thing I have to say with the Miami Heat, and I'm not sure if you see it too, but like when the Bucks are frantic, the Heat are just calm. Yeah, I mean... It seemed really calm. I mean, I would be too now that you're up 3-0, but they seem, like, really calm. <laughs> I think that's a little bit to do with Pat Riley as their GM, and Spokes is a good coach too, which he's basically just been coached by Riley the whole time he's been there, so he's basically just a, lot, a Riley clone. I was gonna, so. Yeah, I was going to say, he's literally just a shadow of Riley, but down on the floor, it's just kind of... yeah. I mean, uh, but I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it's done today. I really think it I is. I think it is. You go down three zero. I mean, well, maybe they'll pull out one, but it, they're not coming back. They might get but this if, one today. See, when you're down three zero, I mean, like I get it. They could very well pull out one, but the demoralization right now in that Bucks locker room is probably like horrible. Well, it's not even the rest of the team's fault, honestly. It's just Bam. I think, well, the biggest factor for me is that Bam is keeping Giannis under 20 points a game, and that's not doing well. I mean, maybe, I don't know, the Bucks next season, they got to figure it out because Bledsoe's got to score more. He's been, I mean, I know you want him for defense, but he's got to score more. That was part of the issue in last year's playoffs is that Bledsoe wasn't, well, shooting well. That the, didn't help them last year, and it's not helping them this year. Well, the biggest issue for me, and I said it was going to be a bad issue for them last year when it happened, is when they let Brogdon go to Indiana because they were too cheap. And like I think, and I, I think said they're it, starting to regret that feat. <laughs> I think I said it last week, but I'm saying yeah. that extra money you would have spent on Brogdon was will cost you in the long run because, you oh, we're going to save money and we're going to get Giannis. But now you're going to lose Giannis and the money that you didn't spend on Brogdon, you're not going to be, you'll be losing that money anyway because you won't be having fans sitting in the seats in the future because Milwaukee is not the biggest market. Milwaukee is far the only the reason they're market. a big market right now and they're not even a huge market is because of Giannis and that's kind of just... Once he's gone, what's that team now? Well, before Giannis came there, they had worse attendance than the Pistons did to their slump. For... Do you think they have a chance of being the same way once Greek leaves? If he does, which he will. Right? I think they'll do okay because I think Middleton and them will do all right. I don't. I think that team's maybe a seven seed tops. That's like tops for me. Could be a seven seed in the East. It's the East anyway. They're weak, but. I don't know. They need to move Giannis at this point. If they, if I mean, I don't know. I feel like like we're talking about this Miami team shooting threes. If he goes there, that's perfect system for him because he needs shooters around him to pass out to. He drives and he kicks it. It's probably a bucket ninety five percent of the need, time. He needs to go to a team with a lot of shooters. Um, I know you said Toronto, but does Toronto really have the shooters? That could be a possibility. I just think in a team with a lot of shooters. The Raptors, I mean, they, I don't know. I don't, They're not... The Raptors, he would fit in differently than just passing it out to shoot because the Raptors are more of a ball movement oriented team anyway. They get everybody I don't points. know if that's what he wants. I don't... But it depends on what he wants. So if he wants three point, he's either thinking Miami or Golden State. But if he yeah. wants to be 
a I balanced don't... offense, more or less, I guess. I yeah, go it, yeah, the Toronto. I mean, yeah, Golden yeah. State's a little bit, well, definitely three point heavy, but they do balance it somewhat. But I know what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, my prediction is that they're done for. I think they're done tonight. Yeah, it's not looking too good yet. I mean, it's Bam out of Biles the player of the series right there. As much as Jimmy Butler's done, if they didn't have Bam guarding Giannis like that, it wouldn't be the I same. I can guarantee series. the series would not be what it is right now. <laughs> No, I did, and Bam, when they traded Whiteside and were like, "Oh, we're gonna go with Bam out of bio," I was not expecting him to do anything like this. I really wasn't. And now he's a, honestly, a top five in the league. For a center, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's what they want more now. He's a. Mobile as hell. He can shoot the ball, play defense. But yet, with Bam, what makes him so good, and I've watched it in games, is that he can dribble out of that high post when he sets the screen, they kind of run that thing where he screens up top and he holds the ball to try to give a dribble handoff. But yeah. what he does is he can dribble out of it if he doesn't like what it is. He can dribble to another spot. And a lot of bigs can't do that easily. Well, I'm not sure if you remember, but remember in game two when you told me to watch the shot by Bam when he was like a double contested shot, but he knocked that thing down with ease? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> he was, yeah. He's a five, but he's pulling that with confidence, and he's just smacking that thing. Okay. Yeah. But the Bucks are done tonight. Unless they... I don't see how they All right. Let's move on to the Clippers and the Nuggets. Uh, the Clippers came out really strong in game one and then kind of had a dud in game two, which was really pushed by Kawhi having a, I think he shot like six for 17 or maybe not even six. He had I thought really you said game. four for 17. Or I something. think it's four. Yeah, I was thinking four, but I was like, that can't be, but it was a bad game for him. And That's uh, not going to happen. Every that's day. not going to happen very often. I'd, he also had Murray come out and have a good game, and he had Jokic, and they did. They just they came. It was. I mean, they didn't win by a ton, but it was enough. So, uh, what do you think about that series? I truly believe that the Nuggets were pissed off after Game One, and they wanted to come out, and they wanted to show that they were not just gonna lay down and lose by twenty four games straight. Like, yeah. that first game, I was like, whoa. <laughs> well, what? one of the big issues in the first game was uh, the low post defense, which they had trouble with throughout the whole season and the playoffs. But especially that game, Jokic had horrible rotations. He was not getting there quick enough to cut them off, and they were just get, they were already in the air and going up for the shot or the layup before he was even there. He was, yeah. a, he was a step or two too late. I mean, Draymond pointed it out on, I think, inside the NBA. Yeah, that's one with Shaq and Kenny and all that. Yeah. But he pointed it out there that Jokic was just slow. I mean, that's Draymond knows that stuff. That's what he makes his money off of. But That's that's why he gets paid. <laughs> yeah, that's why. He, I mean, realistically, he's not an offensive threat. He has to do that to stay in the league. But, but yeah, Jokic... He must have picked it up last night. I wasn't able to catch a lot of the game, but... I wasn't it, able to catch it. I just looked at my score in the third. I was like, damn. There wasn't a ton of those line jives. Maybe Denver 
I don't, I, like I said, I didn't watch the game, but maybe they just tried to pack it in the paint and let them shoot if they wanted to shoot and try to die that way rather than die by them just getting line drives. I don't know. Or they took Kawhi out of it. <laughs> in, in my opinion, I would have brought Bobo in there. If, I mean, I know they say he's not ready, but I feel mm-hmm. like he, the low, if your low post defense is weak, a 7-2 You're guy really like high on Bobo, and I think it's a good thing. I'm high on him, but they need, like, just the fact that they need a guy like that. Their low post defense is very weak. I mean, even him being, you could, I give him one shot. Give him, like, if he's sucking for a quarter, pull him out. But, like, let's see where it goes. You don't even have to start him at, like, the first quarter. Bring him in for the second and see how it goes. But, yeah, like, I mean, just yeah. see how it is, especially if you're getting torched, like, the first game. Just see what happens. Like that period there when they were up 85 to 67 or something. I mean, they could have brought him in for like a couple minutes just to see if that might have been something. Yeah. Like you're up by almost 20. Just try it for a couple of minutes. I mean. I mean, that team is the the Denver is built big, which is odd for this time period. I mean, that's more. It's usually a small ball type of league. This has the Rockets. Yeah, they're the opposite of the Rockets. It's, but they've got they've got a ton of tall guys, which is really weird. Why they would have not that good a low post defense? It's just probably just I don't know if the guys' IQ isn't I, I, I think there. That's or... just like the way the players like. That's just the way the players are yeah. built. I guess they're not bred with that post defense. I don't know. If... Well, Jokic is more focused on offense as much as. He's lost the weight, and he's more quick. He's still got that focus on offense, and his defense is subpar at times. Which it has its nights of being good, and then it has its nights of being like almost. Well, it it it, it, it has its nights of being part of the reason they lose. Yeah, generally Denver is the kind of team that they either win by ten or lose by fifteen. But it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a. But they can get it going. They can get it, well, not in this series, because Kawhi's not going to have another bad game like that. Speaking of Kawhi, he was on an absolute tear before that game. I don't think he had any game below, like, 20 or 21 points. He was averaging, like, I know in the series before this one, he was averaging 30. Yeah, he just, he was on a tear. He just, it wasn't even, I don't think it was really their defense. I just think he was having a bad game. Kawhi just has this sense of, he doesn't care what's in front of him or who's in front of him. He will either pull the post or the the mid range in your face and smack it. He doesn't care, or he'll go up on two people, double clutch, and just softly off the glass like there wasn't just two people he had to go through. Or he'll just dunk it on people. I've seen one where he just goes up the the staircase, just goes up the ladder and just. Oh, I've it seen up. him go up the staircase. Just ask Gian- Giannis last year. That's. <laughs> Yeah. Well, like when you look at Kawhi, I don't really expect. Like I know it's a like I know he can do it, but like I didn't. He doesn't look like the type of guy to be able to like throw that thing. That I don't know. Yeah, Kawhi's one of the great playoff performers. I think, especially in the last couple of years. I mean, there was a little bit of a dry spell there. I mean, it wasn't helped by the. The Thunder being so good with Durant and Westbrook and the Warriors really picking it up. It didn't help him at all. And then he got injured 
and I don't know what year it was. 16. It was 16. But ever since he came back, he's just been a different. I know it was 15. He got injured in 15. Yeah, but... and that's why the rules implemented that you can't. Well, well, yeah, that's a different story for another day, but that makes James Harden more money when they institute that rule because he throws out his feet, but yeah, that's a different... But it's just... I think Kawhi, just when he enters the playoffs, he's just in a different... Except for last night, like, that doesn't happen, so I'm not even going to... Well, he still shot 17 shots. If he was coasting, he wouldn't shoot 17 shots. And he, he just... He goes into this mindset. Dare I say this mamba type thing? <laughs> well, yeah, he just you know it's kind of I like, don't know. He kind of gives me more of a Jordan to like the same type of like the focus is like Kobe and MJ. Like when it comes to like the I'm gonna make this shot or it's not like <laughs> yeah, Kawhi's... I'm gonna be the guy to make the shot type of thing. Yeah, Kawhi just I mean. Kobe was kind of just a shoot-it guy. Kawhi's got more like a Jordan thing. He'll pass the ball, but he can take he it can when he wants. He can get it basically when he wants. He yeah. Can... But Kawhi's kind of... And his, his hand, he can do that thing Jordan can do where he'd stretch out the ball. And make yeah, it. oh my God. But I'm not saying he's like Jordan, but he has some qualities of him. Well, okay, well, that's interesting that you say that because I was watching... The uh, NBA on TNT like a couple months back, and I, was it Ernie or was it Kenny? I think I think it was Kenny said that Kawhi is not exactly like MJ, but he's pretty much the closest thing we have to MJ in the modern day game. Yeah, I mean he Kawhi doesn't Kawhi differs in the bounce. Jordan just had a weird bounce. I mean he's got. I mean, Kawhi can get up there, but Kawhi it's can get up there, but it's like when in because his hands are so big, he just grips the hell out of the ball. But I think it was kind of like just the sense of like MJ being able to do everything on the court, like well, everything. Well, Kawhi is one of those guys who can just walk in the building and you know that he's gonna come out and play, and you gotta you know you're gonna have to guard him that night. He's one of those guys like man, I gotta guard him. And I think that was a thing for the Raptors last year, and it's a thing for the Clips this year. Like, when Kawhi has the ball in his hand, it seems to kind of, and, like, it's not a disrespect thing to the rest of the team, but it seems to just, like, take everybody else out of the opposing team's minds. Like, everybody just focused on Kawhi, and then you got everybody in the corners and the wings and stuff. It just helps to have a guy that's, like, I don't know, the magnet of attention. To yeah. the opposing team. Yeah. And another thing with why the Clippers are doing better now and why they'll bounce back next game. I mean, Kawhi had one bad game, but Paul George is back. I mean, as many bad games, I think Paul George had three bad games this playoffs. And Kawhi can have one, I think, if Paul George can have three. So, But Paul George has really showed up now. He had that. Those... Oh, I'm not worried about the bad games. I know Kawhi's... Well, I know, but it didn't look too good coming no. in. And Paul George... You know he was going to find his way eventually. It's Paul George. Well, he, he had to. Else it was going to be bad omen for the Playoff Clippers. P is actually kind of bad I don't now. get why they call him Playoff P. I really don't. I don't... I get... 
He never He's like he George can never player. put down LeBron, which I thought that Indiana Pacers team had a very good chance before Hibbert. Last uh, year he couldn't put down Dame. Yeah, he couldn't put down. Well, that came down <laughs> to one shot though. Well, no, because that was five. Yeah, they were tore. They, yeah, Portland went through them pretty easy. That was. I don't know. I don't know why they call him Playoff P. He's really only had a two or three playoff runs with the Pacers. I know they act like he's like a playoff down player every year. He like... really him him and Anthony Davis are on the same level for me. They've they've played very well throughout their careers, but they haven't really showed me anything at any accolades yet. They don't they have a ring to show for it. Well, they haven't even had a. Neither of them have a conference finals. Both of this, well, no, yeah, Paul Jersey's got three conference. Well, finals. to be fair, I think the Clippers are going to have a conference final this year. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if they don't pass Denver, forget it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but I don't, Paul George just hasn't really shown it for me. I don't know. I just don't, when I think of top players, I don't really have him in my top five or even maybe my top ten. He's like a very Like in top. the league or like ever. In my shooting, in my guards, he's like kind of there and he's not, I mean, he's kind of inconsistent at times. He's not really in mine, (laughs) not going to lie. He's just kind of this guy who, he comes out, he like, he just does what he does. Definitely not a five. I don't know. I just, hopefully he can keep up what he keeps up. I mean, he's not bad. He can put up 35, but I just, I don't know. All right, well, I already mentioned him, but speaking of Davis, we'll go to the Lakers next. That Lakers Rockets series was a little bit, a little bit harder for Lakers fans to watch that first game. I mean, okay, but I'm not gonna lie. We, I mean, I think it's a different series, but they also dropped Game One. But um, yeah, I was high on Portland too. But I mean, the the not, the, the Blazers are, game. But. Well, the difference with the Blazers and the Rockets is the Rockets game uh, makes the Lakers have to play a little bit out of their normal because they got to play fast and they got to play maybe a more small ball lineup with Davis at the five, which when Davis has been guarded by P.J. Tucker, he hasn't scored a point. Well, that was it was one game, one game, but. LeBron had, had zero fourth quarter points. Huh. Yeah, that wasn't huh. good. Well, so did Kawhi, so that doesn't really... That, but... Yeah, but it just shows if your top players don't perform, it's... Well, if, is Roko guarding him? Because if Roko's guarding him, it does... I can see why, then. That's a monster. <laughs> Robert Covington, I don't... Philly needed a guy like him. I get... Well, no, because Philly traded for Jimmy Butler, but at the same time... They needed a guy like that, and they don't have a guy like that. Anymore. They don't have so, any shooters at all. Roko's just a good all-around defensive player. Yeah, and offense. He, he he can splash it, but I mean, he's definitely known for. Like when you think of Roko, you think of the defense. Game two is gonna be interesting because I know that. LeBron's not going to have, he had a kind of an off game, and we'll see what he does when he bounces back, but I know he, he tends to have pretty good bounce back games, so yeah. we'll see what happens there, and I mean, Caruso had a pretty good game, but I, I haven't seen Kuzma, Kuzma's been quiet the whole playoffs, and I just don't, 
I don't know. He's just turning into a role player. I really, I'd like to see them move him or something because he doesn't seem to really fit with what they're trying to play right now. Yeah. But I know he can be in a system where it's open for him to do what he wants a little bit more. It can be a 25 a night kind of guy. See, I think the Raptors are going to, I mean, not the Raptors, the, um, I think the Lakers are going to have an issue because they're not, like, when you watch the Lakers, or at least when I do, I really see that they like to take their time. And against the Rockets, it's, huh, it's not going to work. Well, yeah, if you also... Like, if you my... miss, they're going to be down the court way quicker than LeBron and AD and all of them can get down the court, I guarantee Yeah, and the, sometimes... I'm not saying I don't know how it was last game. I didn't watch the game, but sometimes LeBron's transition D is a little bit iffy at times. A lot of the I've seen a couple of games the Lakers play. Well, it was it was the seeding games. I'm not just forget it. It's not really, but they were kind of lazy on defense in the seeding games. It's a seeding games, but it doesn't look good when people are watching the game and they see you come down after like with like 18 seconds on the shot clock. I'll say though that. The Rockets are a hard team to defend in transition, though. Well, yeah, and they move the ball, and even when you think Russ is just going to take it to the racket, whip it out, and you got Covington or Tucker or Daniel House or Macklemore or Harden just waiting out there to shoot the three. Or and Gordon. There's a, or Rivers. There's a bunch. Of, like I mean, they're a shooting team. That's what they put their money That's into. That's their, yeah. <laughs> they die that My way. dad, Tony, liver dies by the friggin' three balls. But, yeah, and like I said before, if you look at the stat line, what did LeBron do last night? He went, or maybe it was the night before, but he went two for seven from three, shooting them three balls too much. He should only take maybe four a game. It's, if LeBron takes more than four threes, it's generally not good for the team unless he's Yeah, just... but then he'll have his nights when he goes six for seven from three. So it's kind of just like a night-by-night well, I... thing, I swear. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't – once it means two out he's of seven. He's more likely to do the two for seven thing, but – Yeah, he just got to – I know what – I know what kind of a player he is. He's two – he's six, eight, two – 270-ish, I'm just going to, probably 265, but he can just run it down people's throat, and I don't think he does it enough. If he did that more, I remember I was watching back the 17 Warriors series, and I think in the last four minutes, he shot six or seven threes, or maybe not him, but the whole team was just shooting, 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 and I don't, I don't get why back then and I don't get why now he just doesn't drive in more I preserves mean, your body longer than going in ask Blake Griffin well I know going in. I'm just talking I'm not talking about slams I'm talking about layups maybe some post ups just get down in the post well the thing about LeBron if he's going inside he's not laying it up <laughs> well no I'm just I know he's got enough uh, physicality. I mean, maybe not on Roko. That could be part of the issue. Is with Robert Covington, he can't really get in the paint. So I don't know. I just think he needs to be needs to get away from the three a little bit more. He's too quick to shoot the three. So, it's just that that's that's the game these days, and it's just the way it is. But like I get. Oh well, yeah, saying, especially with the Rockets the... speeding him up, that's going to be more likely yeah. for him to shoot threes. I just don't think that's the best place he can play at. Now, I wouldn't be surprised in the next game. He doesn't have a very good game. 
because, like I said, his bounce-back games are very good, and AD's got to play better because, I mean, P.J. Tucker's a very good defender, but he should be able to just go over top of P.J. Tucker. I don't think P.J. Tucker... I don't think P.J. Tucker can block him easily. He should just be able to go over the top. So he's got to he's got to get that Kareem sky hook out or something, or even I don't, he shouldn't even need the sky hook. He shouldn't even need the well drop steps. P.J. Tucker's gonna watch the drop step. He's gonna need to get the hook out, or maybe an up and under. But he's got to be a little bit more. He's got to have a little bit more finesse down there to kind of outwork P.J. Tucker. Yeah, and we'll see if he does. And they also need more points out of uh, the if last year's NBA champion Danny Green's got to be a little bit more consistent. Nobody's talked about that really, but throughout the playoffs, I don't think I've seen Danny Green play this bad since he left San Antonio. I just I don't know why he's even his three balls off. He could always rely on his three ball, but now it's not. I don't know if it's because he's getting older or what. I don't know. I really, yeah. When you think about that, I mean, you need contributions from everybody, and if Danny Green can't shoot a ball for his life. Well, do you know how big he was for Toronto last year? Well, of course you do. He yeah, was he was. Big. He made his corner three. That's he was making his threes. He's not doing that for LA. And they needed that. They they overpaid him, in my opinion. I think that was a little bit much for him, but they were scratching for players at that point after Kawhi had waited so long. So, yeah, but what I see in that is the Lakers are, I don't know, I, f- I feel like to give, like, I mean, to, I'm going to cut him some slack and say he doesn't get as many touches as he did when he played for the Raptors. That's true, because like because was... LeBron and AD, that it, it's literally them or bust. Like they just go before, like back and between each other. It's like you got Danny in the corner. You you hit him once a game. No wonder he can't get in a rhythm. I need more <laughs> ball movement. I think. I think they need a little more ball movement. LeBron needs to. I don't know. He either needs to take it himself or. Like I remember get Danny last year. He he would have seven. Threes a night, some nights, and like he might not have hit a good amount, but at least he shot him. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they need a better. Has Rondo played? No, I don't. I don't think so. And if he did, he hasn't made an impact. <laughs> I don't, because I don't really like. I mean, as good as KCP is on defense, I think his lack of offense outweighs his ability to play defense. Yeah, he did play at eight points. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. He did play. Look at how Caruso played. Alex, 14 points. I'd start him. I really would if I were the Lakers. I would start Caruso over over KCP. Danny had 10 points in 28 minutes. I feel like Vogel's really stuck. I feel like he likes KCP a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. I, w- I would put Caruso out there because Caruso plays well off LeBron, but they're going to have to figure out what they want. I mean, the lineup they had out there, they've won with, so they should be able to win with again. And I ex- I expect the Lakers to probably win the next game. I do. As... Well, yeah, I mean, 
It's hard to not think that. Alright, let's move up, uh, I would say to the north, but we're all down in Orlando right now, but... You know. <laughs> let's, uh, talk about the Toronto-Boston series. It was almost on the brink of being the bad for Toronto, but they pulled it back to evens, surprisingly. I mean, I'm, I know you... It's a little bit surprising to me. I didn't think they were coming back from down 0-2, almost 0-3. But they've they pulled it back, and last night was the best game I've seen them play. I mean, they had really good games against Brooklyn, but not the whole team was not really gelling as well as they did last night. And you had Ibaka had 20-plus, Siakam had 20-plus, Lowry, Van Fleet, all had 20-plus. So what do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, as a Raptors fan, I, I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't doubt at one point here that we were gonna be able to do it. But I feel like there was a lot of Celtics fans and a lot of NBA fans that were like, they have no chance at all. Like before the series started. Well, yeah, I mean. That was just pushed by that they lost once in the seeding game already, and it did show up in the first two, but this last one was a little bit different. I think, I don't, like, I mean, I don't like to, like, you know, I mean, they are my team, and I don't want to jump to it, but I feel like the Raptors can really pull this series out now that they're playing, like, tied, right? So now it's a best of three. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to mention, before we talk too much about that, that in the last two games, Tatum Tatum played bad in three, and Smart and Brown played bad in, in four. But we'll have to see what it happens. Now Toronto's rolling, so we'll see how that evens and out. Pascal played bad in one, two, and three. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see how this evens out. If Smart and Brown play well, and Tatum play well, and now you got the Toronto is rolling now. We'll see how that clashes. We'll see if that that should be a really good finish. See, I believe that that shot. I know it was a point five second of shot, and it was it was lucky. He as got well. it off in point three, which is very surprising. I, I'm not gonna lie. It was lucky. Like I mean, you can't get away from that. That was lucky, but. I, I would be willing to bet that that was a momentum shift in that little span. Well, that was Tatum's fault that Ananobi was left open because Tatum was forgot Jaylen to call. Brown, it wasn't Tatum. Well, no, Tatum, Ananobi started on the opposite corner, and Tatum didn't talk to Brown. Yes, he did. He, he was did. yelling. Did you not see the replay? No, I didn't see the replay. I thought that he was yelling at Jalen Brown. So that was Brown's fault then. All right. Yeah. You got me. It was. But it, whatever it was, somebody didn't well, know where they were on defense. Well, shouldn't have ran a zone with .5 left. Well, even – he would have been fine to run the zone if Brown had been in the correct spot. I mean, Yeah, because if you watch the replay, when and and Obi goes behind Tatum, you can see Tatum yelling OG. <laughs> and I mean – To the corner. And I mean, Brown should. I mean, he has no excuse that he can't hear because again, as much as they're pumping in noise in that, in those arenas with no fans, you should still be able to hear that. Yeah, and it was Tatum. Like, it, it's well. And Jalen said it was his fault already. 
in that game. I mean, I th- I think game four was just maybe, I don't know. I think it was a, mom- a momentum thing. I really do. Yeah, and I mean, this is as much, I'm going to compare Boston to Milwaukee, but as much as this is a big series for Boston, they've got more time than Milwaukee does. Boston will be right back here next year. And who knows what they'll pick up, but um, they, I mean, they've got, Boston has got a longer road ahead of them. This is just one step setback for them. They'll be back. It's funny because for me, this rides a little bit more than just the playoffs because like in my IRL life, my principal at my school is a Boston Celtics fanatic. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, either way, I'm going to let him hear it or he's going to let me hear it. Yeah. It's a a shame you can't be in class right now because you could be ragging on him after the Ananobi shot. But Yeah, but then he could come back with the rebuttal of it was lucky and I can't even fight it. (laughs) But, yeah. But, yeah, this is – it's really shaping up the – Siakam actually, that was Siakam's first real good game in the playoffs. Siakam's at twenty three and eleven, I think. He's got to stay at that pace. He has to stay there. I mean, it probably helped that he was on Tatum, and he's been playing Tatum pretty good. And Tatum was having a bad game, so he probably his defense had to be. He had to play good defense, but he could probably slack off a little bit on defense when he saw that Tatum wasn't having the best night. Did Tatum really have that bad of a game? Because I thought he had. He had 15, and I expect Tatum to be a 20-point-a-night guy. That's where I expect him. So 15... Tatum had 24 and 10. He had 24. I got to look at the stat line before I talk. I'm, I'm thinking of game three. I'm thinking of game three. But to, I said that. I just said that. I should know that. But Smart and, Smart and Brown were the one who had the bad game. So, yeah, you're right. But it's, I think it's going to be. It's going to be a really good finish. I think I got, well, it's, they can't quite tell. I was going to make predictions, but it's a little bit. We've already kind of talked anyway about where I mean, we feel. I mean, you can kind of make predictions. Heat over the Bucks. Well, yeah, heat over the Bucks. I got, I don't, I, I can't, I mean. Clippers over the Nuggets. Clippers easy. over the Nuggets. I can't decide Lakers, Houston, and Boston, Toronto at this point because they're both Lakers over Houston, and I don't know about the Celtics and Raptors. They're both tied up. I can't decide on either yet. I'm not going to make a prediction there, but we'll see. I think the thing with the Celtics and Raptors is that every game so far, it's been a who plays a better fourth quarter wins the game, literally. Yeah. It's not even the freaking first three quarters. It's whoever plays a better four. Well, that's generally how it goes a lot of games, though, if they're close. I don't... Yeah, but, like, I feel like it's been, like... That's the only way this series has been decided is who puts up more points in the fourth. Yeah. Like, only. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, the whole bubble... The refs in all these series have been kind of... They're kind of iffy. They're either letting them play or they're calling too much. There's no real in the middle with the ref, ref bum in the bubble. Well, to be fair, I can't even sit here and say that if it wasn't for the refs in game two of the Bucks in Miami that they'd be up the way they are, like 3-0-wise. 
Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah. That's in the past. That's a couple of days ago now, a few days ago now, so, I mean, you can't really. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much what we're, that's pretty much it for this week. There's not much else to talk about. I don't really think the baseball scene's not been that exciting no, for it's... me. It's been fairly boring. The Tigers have really kind of fell off, which is what was kind of exciting me. Being from Brightside, football's calm enough. Football, we will be talking about football. Maybe, I, maybe I'll try to push the um, podcast back to like a, maybe like a Tuesday recording next week, so we can get in the first week of football, and we'll we'll do that next week. I'd like to thank everybody for watching this week. We're on the number seven, edging our way towards ten. But if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe and comment if you disagree with anything, or if you agree with anything. And if you're watching on a, if you're listening on a podcast app, thanks for either coming for your first time or watching again. This has been another episode of the 34 Podcast. Thanks for watching.